So one of the tricky realities of being a social species as we are is that popularity does matter to some degree. And I think right now I'm trying to figure out how much it matters. The fact that many walks of life are influenced by popularity is nothing new. I'm just feeling an increased sensitivity to that right now. Specifically with regards to the work that I do, you know, social media, sharing things, connecting with people. I'm speaking very abstractly right now, but I think I'm grappling with the relationship between how popular something is versus the quality of the work. If, there, if that's the same thing, if there's a relationship between the two, if there's an overlap. The struggle that I feel is that, you know, a lot of my favorite work is not my most popular work. I, in full transparency, cared a lot about popularity, you know. Uh, I've talked about this openly, launching the YouTube channel and trying to get it to take off was an attempt to, you know, develop an audience to have people like what I do. I worked really hard at that for years and then it took off and then that changed my life, right? And more recently, it's become a little bit more mixed up in my brain because I'm caring more and more about artistic integrity. And that's a little bit detached from how popular, like how many views my videos get. Because sometimes I don't want to dumb down what I'm saying or oversimplify so that it can reach more people. Sometimes what I'm trying to do is a little bit more sophisticated, a little bit more complex. I feel like generally in my life, I'm kind of going in that direction. So trying to figure out the right balance here has been something that's been taking up a lot of brain space. If you like this podcast, you're gonna love the newsletter. It's like the written form of the same thing. Reflections on life. I'll leave a link to it down in the description below. All right, let's dive in. Part of me still buys into it. You know, I can criticize award shows, right? Like the Oscars and also like the behind the scenes voting process and everything that goes into it. You know, the more you dig into it, the less appealing it all sounds. But part of me still buys into it. If it's an Oscar award-winning film, that puts it in sort of a different category in my brain than other films. And perhaps this is because playing the popularity game has once again rewarded me, right? Like I got to live this life that I really like because I made things that a lot of people really liked on the internet. And now I feel a conflict within myself because I don't necessarily want to do those same things forever. And what that sometimes requires is letting go of some of that popularity. Now, I'm not gonna lie, I have my concerns about the broad vanity metrics that we use on social media, that the algorithms rely on to promote material, right? Because it just takes a, you know, this popularity game and amplifies it. And so in this way, you know, the cynic in me feels like the most popular stuff is the most superficial stuff because it's the easiest to consume. But instead of projecting out onto the whole world, I'm just gonna talk about me and my own personal relationship with art. And I actually wanna just pull a few quotes from David Bowie, actually, who has a lot of really inspiring things to say about artistic creation and creative exploits. David Bowie's interesting to me because he was massively well-known and loved, and yet I get the sense that he really didn't do what he did to have that. He took a lot of creative risks, and what his career symbolizes for me is that sometimes when you prioritize artistic integrity, the work can be very popular and sometimes not. Maybe the defining factor isn't artistic integrity at all because that's a very personal thing for an artist. And maybe it has a lot more to do with timing and how something is promoted or maybe some luck in coinciding with whatever's trending at the moment. 
watching his interviews, I've really connected with his vision of things, how he approached his work. He'll talk about this kind of like gaining and losing of audiences over the years with a sort of nonchalance that I find spectacular. His advice, and I know he lived in a very different world, right, um, where there were more gatekeepers and there was no social media, so that it matters to include that in the calculation, but his advice was never to play to the gallery. Don't play what you think will please people. And there are a few other quotes that I pulled from interviews from him um, that I want to share right here as well, because I think they drill down to the thing that I'm feeling deep within myself that is this kind of inconvenient truth that I, I'm not sure I've fully accepted. Let me give the quote and I'll explain. He said, always remember that the reason that you initially started working was that there was something inside yourself that you felt that if you could manifest it in some way, you would understand more about yourself and how you coexist with the rest of society. He's alluding to the fact that art and self-expression is a way of understanding the world. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like therapy, really, the way I see it. And I think the way he put it, it's so beautiful because it's a reminder that, yeah, okay, like it's cool to get likes and comments and engagement, but really that has absolutely nothing to do with that initial spark to make that thing. I mean, he also said, I think it's terribly dangerous for an artist to fulfill other people's expectations. I think they generally produce their worst work when they do that, which is something that I suspect as well, right? I mean, not just suspect, I've seen this in my own life. I've seen that when I try to do the thing that will reach the most people, that the most people will like, you know, that banger of a video that will take off, it's rarely ever my best work. Almost like the intentions that I have going into it really do influence the work itself. Ultimately, I cannot project this onto anyone else, okay? So once again, I'm speaking in first person about my decisions, about my values, about you know how I approach all of this stuff. But these quotes touch on a truth that I find I cannot deny, I cannot avoid. For a long time, as I was starting to have some of these feelings bubble up, like, oh, I wanna expand into new areas, I wanna do new things, I wanna experiment, I wanna be an artist, right? I tried to combine the two. I tried to be like, okay, I'll still play the game, the popularity game, by sneaking my beautiful artistic story video, you know, short film thing that I create inside this like perfectly packaged uh, thumbnail title combination. But I've felt, and maybe you felt this as well in watching some of my videos, that over time, people had some complaints with this because there was a disconnect between the raw material, the, the content that I was sharing, and the way it was packaged and marketed. I was, you know, just trying to bring people into this thing that I am very proud of and wanted to share. There was this kind of gap between the work itself and the way it was marketed. And increasingly, I just am not sure there is a way to market in a really easy to understand, bite-sized way the kind of depth that I want to explore and uh, capture and share. You know, sometimes really great work ends up becoming very popular. So it's kind of cool to see some overlap. You know, I think of, for some reason, I'm just thinking about Pulp Fiction right now. Um, but I suspect that there were very few intentions to make something very popular when that was being made. They were going for something really raw and then it struck a chord and they then became very popular. 
Pulp Fiction was actually the first indie film to gross over $100 million in the US box office. But there you go, another metric. Are you beginning to see the contradictions in what I'm saying here? I will say one thing I'm recognizing within myself is that regardless of the impact, regardless of how well something performs, there's a difference in how I feel when I'm doing something that I really wanna do versus doing it because I think it'll do well. I kind of feel sick to my stomach. I don't feel great. My motivation also diminishes. <laughs> this is kind of funny to say, but I, I think I get crankier. I get more irritable. And I think it's because I'm tolerating, I'm putting up with something that doesn't feel great. And as I get older, my ability to do this is diminishing. I used to have a higher tolerance for doing the popularity game, the popularity contest. And I found that I just cannot continue to do that. Again, I don't think um, these words should be directly applied to anyone else's life other than my own, right? This, these are my own reflections of what I'm going through. And there's nothing wrong with you if you are playing the popularity game. If you found a format that works really well on social media and are just milking it for all it's worth. Good for you, go for it. I just feel I can't do that. David Bowie has another brilliant piece of advice. I love how he puts it. If you feel safe in the area that you're working in, then you're not working in the right area. Always go a little further into the water than you feel you're capable of being in. Go a little bit out of your depth, and when you don't feel that your feet are quite touching the bottom, you're just about in the right place to be doing something exciting. And even just his word choice, like, oh, this is, this is exciting. I get what he's saying there. There's not really anything exciting in doing a tried and tested format over and over and over again. I feel like when I found that, it's time to go back to the drawing board. It's time to experiment again. Part of me almost wishes that I wasn't this way because life would be a lot simpler and I could just stick with the things that work, but I can't. I can't because life is so precious, you know, and my time here is so precious and I don't want to spend it doing the same things over and over again. And if ultimately that means that I end up being irrelevant, then that's okay. I think that's a price I am now willing to pay. I'm not sure I was willing to pay that price in the past. It's something that really scared me. But I think I'm willing to pay it now because I don't think anything compares with that feeling of being alive, you know, when you're doing something that feels really raw and real and intimate and personal. And again, I think this goes back to being part of that really personal journey that we're all on. It seems like David Bowie didn't struggle as much with uh, caring about the approval of the masses. I can't claim the same thing. I definitely have cared. And I think I'm maybe getting a little bit better at not caring as much, but there's still, there's still some work and growth there for me. I will say though that I recognize more clearly than ever before that uh, there is a sort of liberation that awaits you once you're able to live your life uh, independent of the approval of others. That's definitely not a new idea. I've shared some version of that idea many times over the last few years. Maybe it's because it's a big idea. Maybe it's because it's like a really big mountain that I'm trying to climb. Again, this is a very personal, very intuitive decision, but I think it's worth more to me to have my soul than to maintain any amount of relevance. And I guess to go full circle here, yeah, okay, I can decry the current state of things, right? I can kind of complain about how awful it is that we live in a world of popularity games and whatnot, 
that social media perpetuates this, that award shows perpetuate this. But that only bothers me, I think, because I partially buy into it a little bit still. I think a sort of freedom awaits me as I buy into that less and less. Look, I I'm not gonna claim to have this all figured out, right? I'm still organizing my thoughts on all this, but I will say that there are moments where I am able to really accept this, right? And I cannot tell you how good that feels. Just the simple thought, oh, I don't need this. I don't need to be relevant. I'm totally fine without that. It's really wonderful. It creates so much more space to make things that come from the heart.